Love Talk Radio. Oye, Tony, avanza con 7, no con 9. Tira, tira, te capicó lo que viene. Oye, mi gente, this is the Urban Hívaro, and you're tuned in to Radio Capicú, the first Latino talk show on the internet, on Block Talk Radio. 500 años hemos sufrido los préstamos de nuestra raza, pero aquí, entre nosotros, vamos a parar ese de tu madre. Porque esta tierra es de nosotros, sangre por sangre, blood in, blood out. Hey, what's going on, mi gente? You are now uh, tuning into the Capicu Show here on Blog Talk Radio. I am your host, the, um, George Torres, the Urban Hívaro, and I'm joined here with Lisa Laboricua Goddess. How you doing, Lisa? I'm all right. A little stressed out with this laptop, oh, but I'm good. I'm here. I'm cold all right. is what I am. <laughs> well, I just... um. I, <laughs> There's a uh, there's a nor'easter happening here in uh, in New York State, and uh, we found it necessary to have another um, to have another session, another emergency broadcast, just to give out some information in terms of uh, what is happening out there now that you know the elections have happened. We have a situation where a lot of the relief information is getting buried in the Facebook news feed, uh, which is most of our primary source of information in terms of connected with each other on a grassroots level. So with that said, um, we, we decided to come on the air today and take care, uh, you know, try to help out and try to see if we can make this irrelevant again uh, while people are, are going back and forth about the election and whatnot. Um, I do have a technical problem to resolve on the other side because um, right now they're only scheduling us for 15 minutes of uh, live time and then a half an hour of pre-recorded time. So that means that we'll, we can go a total of 45 minutes and, and people could download the last half hour. Um, I'm going to try to resolve that, but in the meantime, we have a call from the 347 area code. Caller, you're on the Capicu Show. How are you? Good evening, George. It's Efrain Cruz. How are you? How are you doing, Efrain? I'm here joined with La Boricua Goddess. Um, she's going to go ahead and and, uh, and go through the interview with you. I'm going to try to fix something on the back end, okay? Sounds good. All right. Thank you. Hey, Ephraim. How are you? Good evening, Goddess. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you, and thank you for calling in. Um, I'm glad that you did call in because I wanted to speak with you. I know that we had a conversation earlier about what's been going on um, in the Rockaways and your involvement in that. I know that you and a group of people um, just kind of like from a little bit from everywhere, I think predominantly from the Bronx, have gone up to the Rockaways, and I just wanted you to enlighten us a little bit about what's been going on because um, apparently there's some information that has not been uh, broadcasted uh, out there on what the real need is and um, and and where it's at and what have you seen as being ground people. I want you to kind of explain to us a little bit um, about who's been going out there uh, and where have you guys been going? What have you been seeing? What are the needs? Um, so go ahead, take us there. Well, the, the Rockaways is truly a disaster area. I've, I've described it uh, in, in, in various ways. Uh, what came to mind was a third world country. Um, by day on Saturday when we were there, when I was there Friday night, uh, I'm sorry, Monday night, uh, it was pitch dark. But you can see, still, still see the devastation. And I described it then as... Um, a, a drone bomb having been dropped on Rockaway uh, in some areas, um, and it's really it's really horrendous. And, and being in this snowstorm right now, uh, my, my mind and my heart has been uh, with the folks there the whole evening, because if, if it's just, just in cold weather, never mind additional elements. Uh, with, with every additional element, their situation gets more and more and more co- compounded. We've been doing uh, gathering donations. In its various forms, I mean, things that needed, such as toiletries, hygiene, uh, you know, things, uh, first aid kits, things to assist with uh, cleaning up, gloves, goggles, shovels, buckets, uh, to clothes, particularly outerwear, even things that we might not be thinking about, pet food, uh, un- um, diapers for adults, insure, pampers for the babies, baby wipes, candles, lighters, you name it. Anything that we use on a daily basis, 
and our creature comforts and our respective lives, those folks need even more so without any protection to their homes, having their windows, people missing their walls. Uh, so, the, so the need is, is, is critical, uh, ha- has been since Sandy passed, and especially tonight, the urgency is, urgency is fierce. I would like your listeners, if they will, if they can donate to this website, the letter N, the word the, loop.org, letter N, the loop.org, N-T-H-E-L-O-O-P.org. This weekend we're going to... And as a Nancy, Nancy, you mean? That's correct. Okay. And the loop.org. That's out of the Bronx. It's a Bronx organization, 501c3. Um, We're going to be heading out there on Sunday. We're gathering uh, donations. There's a fine fair in the Bronx that has agreed to match us on what we purchase, but we'll also make better use of the money buying bulk um, and other uh, wholesale stores. And we're going to be heading uh, a multi-car caravan as we did last Saturday, 10 vehicles caravaned in with, with goods from the Bronx, from Westchester, from Queens, from Manhattan together. And that was, that was also important because there's a safety concern, security concern for us with the people's desperation. You know, there, there's been reports of other folks donating, being attacked uh, on site once these vehicles come in. So in having a multi-vehicle caravan bringing in the humanitarian aid and volunteers in those vehicles, gives us a protection, shows them we have numbers, that we're not vulnerable. So we're able to do it in a safe manner. Right now, as far as I know, there are two to three vehicles leaving from the Bronx, a fourth leaving from Queens that we're going to meet up with, and possibly a fifth taking uh, in donations, contribute the, the, literally the material stuff, the, the needs, into those communities this Sunday. I partnered also with uh, CUNY's, Revolutionary Student Coordinating Committee, a student body. Um, my understanding is we, we may be heading there tomorrow uh, with, the, with their delegation to do volunteer work as well. Um, and we may be heading back on Friday. I know there are other people collecting going in on Saturday. Now, what's, what's happening is, and it's upsetting a lot of folks, donations are being sent in and warehoused in certain places and it's sitting, and it's not getting to people. So what we're doing differently is we're taking it directly to the houses. We're coming into a street, we're opening the back doors, the trunks, and asking folks, what do you need, or telling them this is what we have, what can we share with you? And that's how we're going about it, very direct from the gathering of of donations directly to people's homes. It's not going to any warehouse, any facility, to be, you know, sorted, and who knows where it's going. There's been complaints that in the Rockaways, the donations have been more heavily dispersed in the 100s streets of Far Rockaway, and the poorer section, uh, in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, where the projects and the lower-income people are, are not receiving those goods. So we're focusing in those communities as well. We're not denying anybody, but as we go through, if there's no need from what, we, what we're bringing in, we're focusing on those people, particularly, again, this Sunday, seniors who are stuck on the high floors of project buildings and can't come down without power or elevators, um, and also uh, minors who may be relegated to their homes as well. I, I, I'm back. Um, I'm sorry, Lisa. Uh, just to update, yeah. we do have a full hour of on-air broadcasting now and a half an hour reserve uh, for podcasting. So we can go up to a one hour and a half at this point. Um, uh, Ephraim, uh, if you can, just give out the contact information so how, on how people can get in touch with you if they want to get involved. Uh, that way, because we're getting a lot of requests from people who want to volunteer but don't have, uh, they're not connected to any particular group. So that way we could steer people in your direction. Certainly. Again, if people want to donate financially, uh, they can visit the letter N, like Nancy, in the loop org. In the loop.org, they can call me directly on my cell phone, 347-298-0298-347-298-0298. I'm also on your Facebook page, uh, George, and, and Goddess, I'm on your page as well. People can go to your friends list, scroll down, see Ephraim Cruz, 
they can send me a message through through that that form as well. Okay. Okay. So you so you just to recap really quickly, you're doing foot patrol and you're going to the um to the more desperate areas. You're not going um through any organizations or ground hubs or anything. You're going straight to the people who have a more dire need and you're delivering personally the things that are much needed in in, in these specific homes and areas. Absolutely. And what we're doing, if I may very quickly, other folks can do this too. If you have a, a functioning vehicle that can transport contributions, anyone can adopt, can, can go into Far Rocker with their vehicle, contributions, volunteers, and adopt the street, adopt three houses, and knock on the door like you're campaigning and canvassing and say, listen, this is we, 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 we come with love and camaraderie, out of compassion, you're not alone, and share their goods. Because what's happening is when we pulled up last week in, with 10 vehicles, people thought that we were FEMA. And I didn't see any FEMA personnel on the ground in the Rockaways. I didn't see the Red Cross. I didn't see the Salvation Army. So I'm trying to express to people the situation there is dire. From from my visits and, and vantage point, they've been they've been left behind. I saw Doctors Without Borders. Occupy uh, Sandy is doing a fantastic job there. Um, it's been reported by the Huffington Post that they're, they're, they're doing a better job, Occupy Sandy, which is a spinoff of Occupy Wall Street. They're doing a better job than the Red Cross. Wow. So, so people need to understand that we're FEMA. We're the Red Cross. We're that miracle for somebody in need. And if, if it were us, if you're a mother, your father, if you're a relative, if you're a spouse, you would understand what I'm talking about. That's our common denominator, our humanity. Absolutely. And you know what? I've had conversations with a lot of clergy and people out in the Rockaways and in Coney Island, and uh, and we're going to be talking. Once we get past this emergency and this crisis, uh, you, people like yourself and some of the people that I've connected with, Occupy Sandy, Foxy Family, et cetera, we're all going to have to sit down and we are going to have to create our own uh, crisis uh, group. So we could be more organized the next time we have an emergency like this. Absolutely. If people uh, want to volunteer, um, like I said, they can send me a message. Either my uh, text me through my cell phone, call me through Facebook. Sunday we're leaving the Bronx at 8 a.m. We'll be in Queens by 9. We should be in the Rockways by 9:30, 10 a.m. The latest. And what's critical about that is we only have till 5 o'clock right now in the season. It gets dark at 5. There are absolutely no lights in the Rockaways. So we have to start packing up by 4 to be clear out of there for safety reasons by, by 5. Monday Absolutely. night I went in, you know, very very uh, semi-insanely, but understanding that there's a desperate need. And I can tell you, I knew at that moment why people don't go there at night. Yeah, even even when there's lights on, it's not. Uh, my, my brother lives there. I, I know I know the neighborhood well. It's, it's kind of crazy there, and it's kind of desolate. Um we we do have another caller, uh, Ephraim. Thank you so much for all your information. Um, we're going to keep hosting these emergency sessions as needed, so we'll be in touch. Uh, and you could also email us at radiocapico at gmail dot com if you have any updates, uh, any uh, fundraising uh, uh, efforts, anything of that nature uh, that you know that that we need to know about. Okay, and Lisa has my number. She can uh, share that out readily and freely. If anybody behind me calls or any uh, other online messages come in requesting that information, thank you. Absolutely. And if you want to get in touch with Ephraim, again, the donation uh, website is n the, the letter n the loop dot org, and his number is three four seven two nine eight zero zero. I'm sorry, zero two nine eight. That's right, two nine eight zero two nine eight. Thank you so much, guys. No problem. Thank you so much. Take care. Thanks. Okay, Lisa. Um, we have another caller uh, from the 312 area code. Um, her name is Zoraida, and she's representing the Worldwide Initiative. Zoraida, you there? Oh, okay. Hi, how are you? How are you? Is this Chicago? Yeah, I'm a Chicago girl. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Yay. Oh, I'm going to need your help. I've got, a, I've got a truck going out to Chicago and should be arriving tomorrow afternoon to bring some stuff over here. Have you been keeping oh. up with my post? I'm all over the place with my post lately, but um, I, but yeah, I need direct, you to get direct. all of your people together. Yes, they're gonna come by tomorrow evening to pick up everything, and I, I want you to call call me after the show. Um, I'll, if oh, you're on wonderful. my Facebook, get the number from my Facebook so that we can talk about this. Okay. Okay, that's great. 
See, I knew Chicago would come in handy. <laughs> Even Absolutely. all the way out here. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, she's driving in from Missouri, and she's making a pit stop in Chicago, and she should be arriving by tomorrow, tomorrow evening. She's going to gather all of her things. She's driving in with her, her, her daughter, her 12-year-old daughter, which I think is amazing, um, and they're coming to bring in all of this stuff. So I need for as many people as possible to get together and take all that they can to a specific drop-off location. Um, so that that stuff can get here. Okay, great. Okay, so so you're you're in New York, right? Yeah, we're all in New yes. York. Okay, we're all in New York. Okay, just making sure I got this straight. All right, wonderful. Um, so so I know you're yeah. working on something. I got something from you guys a little while ago, and you're having an event. So I wanted you to call in so you could share the information about the event and uh, where exactly the funds are going, et cetera. Sure, definitely. Um, so I'm the founder and executive director of the Women Worldwide Initiative. Um, we work to empower women and girls in low-income communities in New York City and also in developing countries. So we're throwing an event um, tomorrow night, Thursday, from 6.30 to 9 at Camaradas in East Harlem. Um, and the event is essentially our one-year anniversary celebration, um, but given the hurricane last week and um, the Nor'easter coming in tonight, um, we decided it was crucial to also have a donation drop box available at that event. Um, so we've we've been kind of in touch with Occupy Sandy in terms of what items um, have been requested. Um, so things such as flashlights, batteries, socks, um, package blankets, um, an emphasis on winter gear, and a de-emphasis on, on other sorts of clothing. We seem to have a surplus of that. Um, bottled waters needed, trash bags, extension cords, diapers, non-perishable food items. Um, we also have a list available on our website, and I'll give all the links and information um, at the end. But so our event tomorrow is going to hopefully um, give a strong sense of community. Um, we've waived the admission fee, so it's free. We just want people to come out um, if they're able to. Um, it'll be a, a warm space, and we'll have some wonderful performances. Um, we're asking for suggested donations um, for our Young Women Rock Mentorship Program. The high school girls in our mentorship programs are the ones that are organizing the collection of the donations. Um, so they've been working very hard in East, East New York um, to get donations, which will also be brought up to Camaradas. Um, that is my hometown. East New York? That's right. All right, that's where we're working at. Yeah, so those girls have been working very hard, and they're learning, you know, grassroots efforts and organizing. Um, so that's been phenomenal. It's one very positive thing that's come out of this. Um, so they're very involved. Um, am I missing anything? No, I mean, you Is know what? Questions? Actually, actually, yeah. If you could tell me, uh, uh, have you been in any of the areas, or, or have you heard first-hand uh, accounts of anything that's been going on, particularly in the communities affected? I like haven't what, yet. What, are you, what, are you, what are you hearing um, from your people? So what I'm hearing um, a lot of is, luckily our, our girls in East New York and Brownsville have been fine, but there are a few girls in our program who are from Red Hook or the surrounding areas. And while their personal families are fine, um, they've seen a lot of the devastation firsthand. Um, so, you know, one of the biggest issues are these public housing buildings that many of them are without power and they're 15 stories high or 10 stories high. Um, so one of, you know, in addition to supplies, of course, the volunteer effort is important um, for people to actually go out there. Um, so, I mean, I think what would, what I don't know a lot about and what I feel would be very beneficial if um, there is a way to kind of promote or give more information about how people are getting to the areas that they're volunteering in. Um, whether it's, you know, taking the train to a certain stop and then just, you know, walking however however far or whether there's, you know, cars kind of all going together and bringing people out. Um, I know that I'm going to try to be volunteering this coming weekend. Um, so I'm going to try to somehow get out there <laughs> to one of the yeah. areas. Well, what um, we've been doing so here at the – what we've been doing on the show here is that we've been actually – uh, connecting people with organizations like yours that are going out and trying to organize caravans. Uh, the yes. person that was actually on the air just before you yes. uh, does have a series yes. of caravans. So I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll send you that information in a couple of minutes uh, on your, so that you have it. 
but yeah, that's what we're doing. We're, that's what the purpose of the, uh, the show is for. It's kind of connecting the volunteers with the organizations that already have the manpower, that already have the carpools set up and the, and the supplies ready to distribute. They just need the bodies. They need the bodies and the volunteers to Wonderful. help. Wonderful. And I have the bodies, but I don't have the cars. So. <laughs> All right. So we're going to connect you. As soon as this uh, uh, broadcast is over, we'll connect you with Ephraim. Uh, so maybe you guys can collaborate. And, and they're also working with Occupy Sandy, from what I understand. So it actually works. Wonderful. So let me, I guess, give some of my information to find where you can find out more about our event tomorrow. Um, you can find it on, on Facebook by searching One Year Anniversary Celebration. Um, you can find it on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash women, plural, worldwide initiative. Our website is womenworldwideinitiative.org. That's W-O-M-E-N, women, worldwide, initiative at I-N-I-T-I-A, org. You can also feel free to shoot me an email. It's Uraida, that's U-R-A-I-D-A-H, at womenworldwideinitiative.org. And also feel free to reach my cell phone, since all those were very long, <laughs> long links. Uh, my cell phone number is 312-730-8670. One more time, that's 312 312- Seven three zero eight six seven zero. All right, awesome, and we we are we will make this information available uh, to everybody. All right, so we look forward to seeing you over there, camaradas. Um, I'm sure somebody from our team will be over there. Um, we thank you so much for your information, and uh, you know, good luck. Thank you so much, and thank you for hosting this. Thank you. We love you. And you know what? I want you to get a hold of me, so get at me after the show, okay? And you know what, Goddess? You know who you sound like? Uh-oh. La Tere. Who do I sound like? La you know what? I've had people, I've had people tell me that. I've had people come up to me and hug me and say, oh, it's wonderful to meet you. They think I was, they thought I was La Tere. That's my girl. I love La her. La is on our, is actually on our board. So that's how I know her. We're fellow Chicagoans. I love so her. So she'll, she'll be hosting, yeah. she'll be hosting tomorrow night. La Tere is a beautiful, beautiful awesome. flow. I really, really love her. Absolutely. Awesome. And I know she's doing a lot. She just put out a video today earlier, uh, specifically talking about what you and I have been talking about all day, Goddess, and that's yeah. about the Lower East Side. Uh, yeah. Why don't you fill us in a little bit, Goddess, about what we talked about earlier today? Um, well, I have someone who's going to be calling in. Um, I've got a couple of people who are going to be calling in uh, and speak a little bit more about the Lower East Side because um, I haven't been able to personally do the footwork because... Co-op City. By the time I get home at 7 o'clock at night, I'm really exhausted and then trying to get back out after trying to get to my kids, and it's just a big mess. Um, the other day I had gone down to the, the, the girls' club, so I was dealing with that. Then it was voting, you know, so I really haven't been able to do the footwork, but there are a couple of people, and I don't know if you have anybody on hold right now that's trying to call in, but there are a couple of people that are going to call in and talk about the Lower East Side and what's been going on in concentration to in specific areas. Um, so do you have anybody on queue for that? I, I do not have anybody at this time. Again, the number is, if you want to call in, 646-716-7745. Uh, I do have a website that has some information about the Lower East Side. It's the loweresteside.recovers.org, and they have some uh, some information there about certain resources uh, from uh, community-based organizations located right in the Lower East Side that are contributing at this time. Um, one of the other things, too, uh, Goddess, that we were talking about earlier today is what you were talking about, you know, the lack of bodies. Uh, one of the biggest problems, and, I, and I've, I've, I guess I've been struggling, the reason why you haven't seen me online for the last couple of days is that I've been trying to connect people to, to resources. I, I mean, I had a place in the Bronx, uh, a warehouse in the Bronx, that had like 35 uh, uh, um, cases of water. And they had nobody to pick it up. I had wow. another. I, I had another family that had furniture, uh, just furniture that they were going to give away to to a family that was displaced or whatever. They just wanted to put it on hold for somebody. And you know, so we have all these different resources of things that are coming through. People are donating stuff, but we're not getting it fast enough. Um, I do have a caller now. Um, and and uh, Uraida, you could you could feel free to hang out with us on the line. Okay, wonderful. All right, in case you have to chime in on something, uh, we have a caller from the six four six area code. You're on the Capicu show. Thank you for calling. Uh, 
Brown. Hello? Uh, yeah. Can you do me a Hi, favor? Can you just you? lower? Can you just lower yep. the computer? That's all you had to say. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I'm doing fine. Hello, Hi. Isabel. Hi, sweetheart. It's is Katerina Cronus. How are you guys? Oh, it's Katerina. I thought it was. She sounds like Isabel. No, it's Katerina. She's an Isabel. I'm an Isabel disciple. Isabel. Don't worry. I'm a disciple of okay, Isabel. So. There's a whole troop of us. There's a whole tribe of Isabels. Okay. Well, oh, we, we you have no idea. Well, we appreciate having you here. Thank you so much, and uh, can I say thank you for having this show, because uh, it's been very difficult to sort through all the information. Everyone's trying to be helpful, but we have so much information. It's like an influx, and uh, it's hard to figure out where to first. So we're really thankful for the show. Thank you, guys. No, I, we, we we definitely uh, appreciate you being here to help us build the show because without you guys uh, coming in and reporting from the street, that does you know there can hardly be a show. Oh man, blessings. Well, I'll tell you what, what we decide, what we've been doing. Um, we are a group of househeads, basically. Um, myself, my partner, uh, her entire family, Frankie Acevedo. You know Frankie, at least. Um, her whole family lives in the lower. So when everything happened, you know, and everyone was out of power, we just decided, okay, we got to do something. Let's get together. That, from that one little post on Facebook, like, hey, guys, we're collecting anything we can at my house, that turned into a group of people coming together, about another five or six um, househeads that we all really, we party together. And... We were blessed with one girl, Tasha, who found a space at a church. So we just started taking donations, anything anyone would give. We set up a PayPal account. We took anything anyone was willing to offer, and then we hit the streets. We hit Campos, which is uh, over on 14th Street mm-hmm. between, like, uh, C&D. C&D, yep. Yeah, because we got family right there in Campos. So we figured we'll get our family and everyone surrounding. Absolutely. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, we're here, we're here. At them. Um, now, what we've noticed and what was an absence of a lot of things, um, and people aren't talking about it, um, up until basically five to six days after everything did some kind of relief start coming in. But up until then, there really wasn't much uh Pitt Street neighborhood, they said um, no one ever knocked on their doors. You know, um, they had no water, no lights, no heat. Um, The only thing that happened, I believe, the police were giving out blankets at one point. Um, People still don't have heat down there. Avenue D, um, right by D and 14th, I believe, on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Mercy Chefs were down there. And they were giving out meals. They came and they went, and then they were gone. Um, Red Cross knocked on a few doors over at Campos, um, but that was that. On the fifth day, the Army National Guard gave out some food. Um, But overall, there was an absence of any real leadership or anyone kind of coming around to do anything. So... We took it upon ourselves, just like the man you spoke with earlier. We asked our friends who had vehicles to please come. We loaded up the truck. We loaded up every car we could find, and through the trunks, we stopped wherever we saw people and started distributing supplies. So as of now, um, tomorrow we're meeting again, all of us, and uh, we have some money that we we raised, and we're going to now take that money and speak with just like the guy you know who is not part of any organization. We've found people in each area so that we can share with the LES and also go past that and share with the Rockaways, share with Coney Island. Do you know what I'm saying? We want to spread it out as well. The one thing um, we were noticing is a lot of people weren't taking clothes, which we can't understand why. So we ended up going to the Bowery Mission and giving them two carloads worth of clothing because we had to move it from the church. The church didn't allow us to keep stuff there for too long. 
And um, our next step now is since we, we've given out all the clothes we have, we want to buy a few more provisions. Apparently, milk is hard to come by in the Lower East Side. No one can get milk. That's been coming around. Today was the first day that a few people were able to get milk. There's no meat products. There's So people are still living off of canned food. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. They don't, they don't have heat still. Um, we had a distress call Monday. Somebody from 419A, 17th Street, hit me up on Facebook. They hit us up, and they said, Listen, we have a huge building, a lot of units, a lot of older people, and everyone is freezing. So we happen to have, like, the last six bags of clothing, so we sent it over there immediately. And the super came out, and he distributed the bags of clothing. Um, Really, we haven't seen any real organization downtown. And also, there's no media coverage. There's nobody's talking about it, and um, we've received a lot of, I don't want to say snide, but comments such as like, oh, but their power's back on, so what's the problem? And they're not realizing none of the supermarkets are really operating. So a lot of the places these people could go in the area are not there yet. They're still not up and running. So people are traveling up past the 30s to get food. Do you see what I'm saying? It's, I, it's I, still, a, yeah. yeah, it's really a problem. There's a couple and of spots. Yeah, there's, there are a couple of like bodegas and stuff up here because I'm on 13th Street and Avenue B. So there's a lot of yeah. um, there's a not a lot, but there's a few spots up here. But because resources are so scarce, um, mm-hmm. they're drying out. You know, exactly, so is running out quickly, and I can attest to like the no heat and stuff because I have my yeah. power, but I have no heat, I have no gas. And have no hot no water. No hot water. And I've got children. That's, yes. That's the biggest issue, that people can't get hot water. And, mind you, we were down there on Sunday um, giving out provisions. We literally set up in Campos Plaza on the chess tables. We got 30-pound bags of rice, and we were splitting it amongst the community and uh, giving it out. And a woman came over. She said she lives a block over, and she still doesn't even have power. And that's still as of Sunday, and no one's talking about it. And so, um, uh, yes, I understand. Other places are really falling apart. I understand that people don't have homes. But these people are still in need in the lower, and it's kind of like they're just getting swept under the rug, so to speak. So we're going to, again, hit the Lower East Side on Friday with – Whatever we can bring, I'm, we're going to try to get as much milk and produce. No one's had any fresh food. Like, how long can people keep eating canned food? Do you know what I mean? Absolutely, um, yeah. It, it's not healthy. Another problem was no one had cleaning supplies. So we stocked up on Ajax and sponges just so that people can at least clean their, their stuff because some people got more damage than others. People have to clean. They needed soap. They didn't have access to soap. You know, and yeah. uh, there, there's there's a sense of hopelessness downtown, truthfully, because there's a lack of attention. And the community is strong. God bless the community. The neighbors are all helping each other. And um, Isabella will attest to that. You know, they're holding it down. But there's still a lack of guidance. Like, there's no signs posted. There's nothing that says, hey, guess what, Thursday at 12 o'clock, FEMA's going to be here. You know, or yeah. you know what? Come the over to Sixth Street. It's, it's almost like every 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 man to yourself. It's it's really yeah. inexpensive if we can if we can get like a group of people, um, if if possible, if the money if the funds are available, to buy like some Italian bread and then some cold cuts. And I understand, you know, people need something warm in their in their stomachs, but you know, of if course. people are still without power. You know, but at least it's not canned, and it's something a little bit more yeah. filling than soap. So what know, we've so. been doing is, what we've been stocking up on is, believe it or not, pasta and tomato sauce, <laughs> oddly enough, because with this, you can still make yourself a warm meal. Do you know what I mean? Most people have gas, so they can actually boil water. So we've taken upon ourselves mac and cheese, you know, things of that nature to kind of... um you know, at least have a warm, some sort of meal, even if you can't get 
um, meat and chicken. So our next step, like I said, we're going to try and get produce downtown, you know, so people can have some vegetables and some fruit and eat something other than canned. I can't stress that enough. I feel bad because I keep giving people beans, and they look at me like if I have any more beans, I might hurt myself. And they're right, you know. It's just it's getting to the point that they just need a lot of support, and no one's giving it thus far. Like they're not getting the attention that they deserve. Just if you want to reach us, we're up on Facebook. Like I said, we're a collection of about ten people, and uh, we're normal folk, and we're just trying to collect as much as we can to get it to them. We're New York City Hurricane Sandy Provision Effort. And it's a group, and we're all, there's a, a few members, and we're doing everything we can to get the supplies to people. And we're taking any requests. If people know of a building, we, we'll go up the stairs, we'll go up to the 16th floor and drop off food. You know, we'll, we'll do what it takes. We have no yeah. problem with that. And we'll work with whoever we can work with. We've already started building a network. I have somebody in Brooklyn. Um, we we have somebody in Coney Island. Um, we have somebody in the Rockaways. So we're going to do our best to get there as well. But we have been focusing on the lower, you know, because okay, that's family, you know. Exactly. Okay, well, thank mm-hmm. you so much. Is there a, a number or email address that people can reach you at directly? Um, you can reach me via email. It's um, Katerina, K-A-T-E-R-I-N-A, Cronus, C-H-R-O-N-I-S, at gmail.com, or you can reach us all, like the whole collection of us, at um, NYC Hurricane Sandy Provision Effort. That's our group page. We all work together, and um, we're willing to work with anyone who has the time to work with us. Like, we're here to help. Anything we can do. Thank you so much. I got another caller. We're running short on time. Do your Uh, thing, honey. Thank you so much. We have a... Thank you. Capicu family member here, uh, Catilia Velez from uh, Hello. Jersey. Yes, Newark, Brick City in the house. How are you guys? Thank you so much for having me on the air. I'm so excited to no tell problem. you all about the good stuff that's been going on. What? Yeah, go ahead. Go, go okay. Uh, on Thursday afternoon, uh, Tony Gonzalez and Erica Silva, they're both detectives for the Newark Police Department, started an independent initiative to address a lot of the same problems that Katarina was just talking about and everything that she said, these problems are, I mean, completely parallel with what we're experiencing in Newark, Uh, specifically with senior residential buildings um, in uh, low-income neighborhoods in North Newark that were left without power, without heat, um, without uh, gas, in, um, on Summer Avenue specifically was what our starting point became. And the issue was there was no food. There was no food to get to these people. So um, I'm hoping that Caterina is still listening so that maybe she, we can, uh, I can lend her some ideas because it became very effective. We were able to feed um, about between, the first day was 300 people and incrementally, therefore, today we still fed people even though the power was restored, restored last night. Um, uh, be, with be, because e- even though they had food, the food had gone bad in the in the refrigerators. And as you know, that most of these people are on a fixed income, and and those issues with it being swept under the rug and it's not being addressed in the media is it's a it's a major concern for us. Uh, under the leadership, and this is a big um, point of uh, interest for for all of these communities that are experiencing this right now is leadership. Under the leadership of Tony Gonzalez and Erica Silva, we were able to orchestrate um, feeding between 300 and 1,000 people per day, every day, for the last few days. Uh, How did we do this? We started reaching out through Facebook, telling people to prepare trays of food. There are people that are within driving distance, we're talking about a mile away, or within a, a walk's distance that can provide food, show up, bring your trays, coordinate with that point of leadership so that they can set up the trays. We had set times for meals to be distributed at 12.30 for lunch and at 5.30 for dinner. And also with the challenges of power, we had to walk up 16 flights of 
downstairs, knock on doors, see who needed food, and then we were texting downstairs, okay, we need food for this apartment, this apartment, that apartment, how many plates, and then we had other volunteers coming up. Of course, there were times that it was we were short on volunteers, and sometimes we were going up the stairs and coming back down the stairs and, and all of this. Um, thankfully, uh, we were able to last night not only uh, feed one residential building, whatever was left over, we've been taking to other senior residential buildings. But last night we had our largest turnout, and people were actually going down the block to other uh, private uh, residences that were without power, knocking on doors and offering a hot plate of food because this whole issue with the canned food it has been has been uh, a serious concern for us as well as gas and other issues. Um, uh, we have, from this effort, established um, an informal group to see out the efforts for this community because as this power is, as it, the, the storm is coming in right now, uh, we have a lot of um, challenges with power and power is going down in other places. So I, I just made an informal group page. It's called North Newark Move. Uh, I'm going to be posting it on my personal page, and I'm sure um, Urban Hilero will be so nice to, to share it. <laughs> um, sure. To, to go ahead and uh, continue to promote this kind of method that we were able to improvise and, and put into effect, and it has been very, very effective because there are people that are within a close vicinity that have the resources to make a tray of food that can feed 30 to 40. Now, if we have that multiplied by 5 to 10, well, then there you go. You know, we can set up plates. We have uh, Scardino's, um, which is a, a restaurant here. And I, I believe they're located in Bloomfield. And uh, I'm sorry, Scardino's, if I'm getting you the shout out and you're in the wrong place. But So what they have been doing is accepting um, cash donations or check donations up to $250, let's say, for the day. And then they will give us an extra $150 worth of food. So the community is responding. It's just a matter of leadership and organizing ourselves and getting the food where it needs to be. Uh, that goes the same with blankets, flashlights, batteries. Um, we have had a lot of challenges with those, but thankfully, uh, as I said, leadership is a key component. I think Katarina is doing a fantastic job. I was like amening and hallelujahing all the way while I was listening to what she had to say, and I, and I truly understand those needs. Um, our, our community right now, there is devastation all across the place, but the ones that need it the most are not getting their voices heard. Today we had uh, challenges with, um, okay, so we have power restored and they have gas, but they don't have anything in their, in their refrigerators. So now we're trying to push getting um, food that, that can be cooked um, and just bringing it to them so that they can at least have something to, to supplement them going forward. So Absolutely. I just wanted to share uh, what we've been doing here in the North Ward. Um, we've been going from 502 Summer Avenue, which is senior, the lowest income senior residential building. That's been our base. And then from there, uh, the volunteers kind of meet, distribute, and then we go to other buildings in the area, 444 Mount Prospect, uh, 505 Mount Prospect, and then distributing out um, according to need and, and gas concerns. So... Um, that's what I wanted to share, and thank you so much for the time. Thank you. Um, and so, as I said, it's North Newark Move. Um, if Katerina would like to uh, talk to me directly via Facebook, I'm, I'm, I'd be more than happy to talk to her and, and kind of lend her some of the, um, you know, the, the ideas that we've put into effect that have been very, very effective with getting what is needed to the people that need it the most in our community. And, and I applaud her efforts. She's been, she sounded great. <laughs> so, those are my two cents. Thank you so much. Okay. Um, <laughs> Thank continue. you, guys. I'll, I'll be in touch in a few minutes uh, after the after the show. Yeah, I know you have a lot to, a lot of people to take care of. Gracias y pa'lante siempre. Es muy bonito lo que están haciendo. Gracias. Gracias a usted. So um, I know that we got... mentioned something. Uh -huh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, I just wanted to bring Vanessa on the line. Vanessa has an update, and we only have about 15 minutes left on the show uh, okay. for the live broadcast. Uh, if we go over a little bit, it's fine because people could download the podcast right after the show, right on uh, blogtalkradio.com slash Radio Capicu. Uh, but uh, I do have Vanessa. And, uh, Lisa, go go to your point, and then, Vanessa, you could chime in. Sure. Well, no, I know that uh, um, Ephraim was saying something about a fine fair um, that they're purchasing from and that they would match 
I'm sure that it's not all fine fare, so I'm going to get the specific location, and I'm going to put that on the Kapiku Culture page as soon as I get it. Um, and apparently the website that he mentioned before, the endtheloop.org, the loop, end is it's not, not working. functioning. So I'm, right, I'm going to get the right uh, website, and I'm also going to put that up on the Kapiku Culture Facebook page. I just want to let everybody know that. All right, great. Thank you so much. So, Vanessa, you got some updates for us. Sure. Good evening, everyone. Um, so, yeah, I got a few emails that have some information we didn't discuss before. For New Jersey, um, where is it here? Comcast hotspots across New Jersey are currently free. I don't have a simple link to get to it. Their main link seems to be news.cnet.com. But Comcast hotspots across New Jersey right now are free. Um, now, all of the information I had before regarding different insurances and hotlines for utilities and stuff, I just wanted to remind everyone that I found on NJ.com. So most of that Microsoft Word or most of that information I gave you, George, the other day could be found if you go to NJ.com and click on Hurricane Sandy Relief, and they put it in a very user-friendly format. Okay, um, awesome. And that being said, of course, if anybody has anything specific to a city, like if they can't navigate websites but they can email me, I'll be glad to give them information about a specific city. Now, there's also something else I got. You'll have to excuse me because I can only bring up my files one at a time. But um, there is something called the Emergency Prescription Assistance Program. Have we talked about that yet? No. All right, so it's called EPAP. And let me give the site first so other people can look it up if they need to. Or actually what I have here is a phone number. The helpline for the Emergency Prescription Assistance Program is 1-866-935-4135. And so what's happening is that it provides an efficient way for pharmacies to process claims for prescription meds. This is for people who do not have health insurance coverage. Um, if you do have health insurance coverage, then contacting your HMO or your customer service may help you find different pharmacies. But if you don't, only claims with a date of service between November 4, 2012 and November 3, 2013 are eligible for processing. So basically, if you are running out of medication and you have a new prescription or an old prescription bottle, et cetera, um, they will help you get your medication, or this also applies to limited durable medical equipment. So once again, the helpline is 866-935-4135. Is that a national number or a Jersey number? This seems to be limited to Jersey, but I would encourage others to call just in case because I also may, get information specific to Jersey, but that doesn't mean it's only Jersey. So they may, they're not going to necessarily say it's national because we're just sharing information amongst Jersey. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I would encourage you to call even if you're in New York or whatever to find out if, if it applies to you. Um, the other yeah, well, they may be able I to have, direct you. They may be able to provide you with some names or numbers. <clears throat> to your to, state, um, yeah. I'm pretty you. sure. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so then two children's organizations have provided information about um, dealing with your children during this traumatic time. The first one is the National Child Traumatic Stress Network, and they have parent guidelines for helping children after a hurricane. Most of what I read between this and other apps speaks to being patient with your children, understanding that they may regress in behavior, trying to keep your routines as normal and your family rules as normal and routine as possible, even if you're in a shelter at someone else's house, trying to maintain that consistency and understanding that your children will need more patience, explaining to them what's going on, explaining to them the community efforts that are going on to help everyone, um, limiting their access to media about the hurricane, especially if you have special needs children, you need to limit that. They might see stories about the hurricane and think it's happening all over again and limiting adult um, discussions about what's going on around children because it may stress them out extra. And, of course, doing your best to keep them occupied with healthy and fun activities and reaching out to other resources as well. A lot of people hesitate to reach out. They feel awkward or uncomfortable, but at least for your children's sake, it's important to give them other activities to do and to socialize with other groups and people. And also as parents to understand that children are going to look to you to role model how to deal with this crisis. So if you find yourself losing your temper or being very negative, um, complaining a lot, understand how your children seeing that is going to affect them. And so for the National 
Child Traumatic Stress Network. The website is nctsnet.org. And the other website I have, give me a second, is the Children's Specialized Hospital, which is www.childrens-specialized.org or 1-888-CHILDREN. Um, they have some specific links here. So, for example, I've talked about 211 for disaster response. They have a lot of great information, and if you dial 211, it'll put you through. They also have the Autism Cares Autism Response Team. This is at um, 1-888-288-4762. For Spanish-speaking people, it's 888-772-9050. Or you can email them at autismcares at autismspeaks.org. They have a disaster mental health helpline. It's 1-877-294-4357 to speak with a trained counselor. And they have a TTY line available for people who are deaf or hard of hearing. It's 877-294-4356. They have a mom-to-mom helpline. It's 877-914-6662. And let's see. Special Child Health Services Case Management Units. This is 609-777-7778. That seems to be Jersey-specific because it's a 609 area code, but I would think that the Mom-to-Mom Helpline, the Disaster Mental Health Helpline, the Autism Cares Helpline, they should at least give you, be able to give you basic information and guidance regardless of what state you're calling from. They may not be able to give you specific services, but these resources they have on how to deal with your children if they have special needs, resources for special needs children and children in general, they could definitely give you some basic guidance about that. So that's all, right. all the new information I have for tonight. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate all your help, uh, Vanessa. You've been a great help. If you could just email me those contacts, that information, uh, so I can have it Absolutely. here in my book. Um Let's see here. We have about seven minutes left. The number six four six seven one six seven seven four five. I just want to uh, say, like I say in every show, um, there's ways you can get in touch with the team Capicu. Um, the first way is uh, if you have any resources, uh, any caravans going out to any of the affected areas, you can contact us at radio at I'm sorry, radiocapicu at gmail dot com is our email address. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Capicu Culture and at Urban Hibaro, uh in order to tag us on any resources that you find on Twitter. If you have a, a, a message for us, you could call us at 951-254-2276 and leave a voicemail. Any urgent requests for immediate assistance, you can call me on my personal cell phone. Uh, that's 516-690-7397. And, uh, again, you can call now, 646-716-7745, if you have any uh, immediate uh, resources that we could utilize for this show. Uh, I just want to let you know that this podcast has been downloaded over a 1,000 times uh, per show that we've done. Uh, so this word, the, the word is getting out. People are connecting. Our volunteers are connecting with the caravans. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, it's very hard to track everything and everybody that's calling in and everything. But the most important thing is that when somebody calls us for a resource, we connect them with the person that we think is closest to them with the av- availability to, to handle whatever they need right away. Um, I do want to thank uh, our, uh, I, what, I, what I believe is our youngest. Oh, what's that? That's my dog hacking. He's done. Okay. <laughs> um, we do have an 11-year-old um, uh, young lady who listens to the show, and she um, and she actually uh, gave us a resource that we were able to send out to a lot of our people, uh, which was Gas Buddy, an Android app uh, for people who are running around looking for gas. Uh, you know, the lines have been very long in New York City. They have not subsided at all. Uh, it's taken me today. It took me three hours to fill my tank up. Uh, so it, it has not changed. Um, thank you so much, uh, Anicia Lin, uh, for giving us that resource. You've helped hundreds of people, I'm sure, uh, with that resource because we got it out as soon as you sent it to us. Um, but I didn't get a chance to send you a thank you note on Facebook. But thank you so much for sending that to us. It's nice when we have little uh, community leaders in, on the rise, you know what I mean? Everybody wants oh, to yeah, do their definitely. part. Everybody wants to do God their part. God bless her soul. Yes, God definitely. God bless her soul. She's just cute. I never knew we had an 11-year-old listener, <laughs> mm-hmm. but that's awesome. 
um yeah so so uh we um we can we could possibly have more shows depending on, on the information that's coming in over the next couple of days i would say for sure sunday we're going to do a check in uh at least for 1 hour uh sunday night and it'll probably be a little bit earlier probably 7 to 8 or something like that and I am going to we'll go ahead and put. In, we'll put out a blog. We'll put some information together and put out a blog, right? Um, before the end of the week, the close of the week, because I know that there's some information that was put out there about people that were gathering on Friday and over the weekend. So we just yeah. kind of want to put a reminder of who these people are, where they're at, and how to get a hold of them. Yeah, it's it just. I mean, I'll be honest with you. It's been so amazingly crazy uh, with the phone calls and stuff like that. Um, you know, my phone has not stopped ringing for the last four days, um, and I'm I'm thankful for it. Actually, it's it's rung at least 17 times since I've been on the air. Um, but you know, calls are coming in. Uh, people do have needs. People do have resources to help. Uh, I would say that we're getting more calls from people that want to help than what people would need. So that's that's a good balance. You know what I mean? That means that that we're get, we're being effective in getting the word out, and people are doing their thing. Um, so you know, I'm glad that that more and more people are starting to call in to say, what can I do? Because, um, you know, with the weather getting worse right now, we have snow on the ground outside. People are still without heat. Um, I'm going to try to, to do something. I'm going to try to reach out to some of the news bureaus and see if I can get some attention on, on this. Um, I'm not sure. You know, I'm not a PR person. If anybody out there is listening that works in public relations, we need somebody in public relations to help us connect with some of these reporters so that we can get some attention focused on Lower East Side, Far Rockaway, Coney Island, and uh, uh, Staten Island. Uh, which are areas, you know, the areas in our in our uh, city that are have been greatly affected, and there's a, still a lot of zones that have not been helped at all, or, or have very little help, or we haven't had an effective, uh, like the, like I said before, effective leadership in that particular area to be able to do something effective. It's been everything has been like very grassroots and very, uh, you know, come as you go. So I mean that, that's all I have to say for for as far as this is concerned. It's it's been very taxing on everybody involved. I want to thank my team. My team has been freaking amazing uh, at getting information to me, uh, running around, uh, trying to to fill the gaps when I'm when I'm not available to to take some of the calls. Um, Lisa, you've been freaking phenomenal. Vanessa, también. Um, you know, let's just keep it up. Uh, everybody you know. working together. I just love I love you guys. All of you guys. You know, in in our in our little group and everyone that's been chipping in with the information to help us get this show going, and and everyone else that's participating, it's amazing. It really, really is. Yeah, I just hope that we could do this when there's not an emergency. That would be even more beautiful. We could do this every day. So, I mean, this is great that we're doing it now and it's needed. Uh, but let's not forget once the the storm is passed and and things get back to normal. Let's not forget these moments. Uh, where we've had to collaborate with people and, and you know, let's make sure that we keep it together and, and try to get some place where we could actually build something where the next time around this will not uh, affect us this way and we could actually respond a lot faster. Um, so like I said in the beginning of the show, um, my focus is right now I'm taking a lot of uh, notes and I'm, and I'm just kind of examining how this is all happening from a social scientist uh, perspective uh, and just kind of figuring out uh, what went wrong with the response as it's happening. Um, but at some point in time, I'm going to sit down with most of these people that have been collaborating with us and try to see if we could set up some kind of emergency plan uh, for any future emergencies that may happen in New York City, and, and hopefully that could be a template for other cities as well. Uh, we have 90 seconds left on the show. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you have any questions, again, radiocopico at gmail.com. We'll be more than happy to take any questions, comments, concerns, et cetera. Um, good night, folks. I really appreciate your time. God bless you, you all. Take care.
Actually, it's possible. 